dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic had been swept away. Hello there guys, gals and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me, as always, are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. What up, dudes? Hello! <laughs> we are excited today! Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. What a day. Already. Yeah. What a day. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot has happened in the UK. I think we're pretty much confirming we're going for no deal. <laughs> um, the US, you had your amazing... Uh, Star, our never-ending nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yay. What do you know? Episode 90. We're, we're 10 away from the big one. We are. There I think we, we did the maths, and I think that 10 weeks, right? So I think we, if we if we get down to it, get groovy, we should be able to um, get 100 episodes this year. There we Woo! go. Pretty, pretty fun. What an exciting milestone for us to reach, not only as a show, but also as people. I think so, because <laughs> mm-hmm. we've been around longer than other podcasts that are now on their 300th episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're quality, not quantity. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> show here. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, but episode 100 should be very fun. Yeah, we'll release a bit more info about that in the future. But until then, let's um, head over to the moisture farm and find out what made us moist this week. We should probably come up with a theme for this as well. <laughs> yeah. oh, for the moisture move. farm. Moisture. Yeah. I'll start off, if you don't mind. Yeah, go we for do. it. So, last night, Claire and I were talking... And oh, this is I not a good start to the moisture <laughs> uh, A few drinks were had. Um, no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I have always been interested in baseball. Just as a like, it's, if you think of American sport, it's the one I think of more than like American football and stuff. So I've always been interested in that. It seems like a sort of you know generic Americanism. If you uh, stab an American for some reason, don't. Um, I'm sure that their blood will drip out, and in that blood will be uh, a party invitation to July 4th, a baseball <laughs> bat, um, an apple pie, an apple pie, and what else would be there? A Bruce Springsteen album, a hot dog, and, and a hot dog. High cholesterol. Stop bringing your actual doctor stuff in here. Um, But yeah, and so I've always been interested, and I'm officially, I've officially picked a team. Isn't that right, Claire? That is right. I'm proud of you. You, you want to go ahead and announce? Charlie's an Atlanta Braves fan. Yeah. Yeah. I've converted him to the dark side, and I literally (laughs) do mean dark side because. Being a fan of Atlanta sports means um, your life is filled with darkness and misery most of the time. So, <laughs> yay! <laughs> but this year, absolute, we have hope. <laughs> what an absolute stab in the back I've just experienced Good. with the Braves currently beating the closest thing I have to a team. 
Yeah, it's right. I'm sorry, buddy. Also, Claire has picked a football team. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I didn't want to break it to Nikki like this. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Hi, Nikki. I please, please still be my friend. Um, please. We'll um, see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Be- this kind of rent. <laughs> <laughs> because of family ties, for my brother is also a diehard fan. Um, and because oh god of our conversation last night, <clears throat> I'm like literally I'm like choking on these words is what that is. <laughs> it's literally like not important. Arsenal. <laughs> we got two now, Nikki. Well, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> you got Any a Lego stadium, though. <laughs> Any moisture Nikki had has been dried up, sham wowed. <laughs> yeah, straight up. I guess I just need to, you know, find my own friend to start swapping sports teams with. Oh, no. So. Need to need to go on a Craigslist now and <laughs> find a fourth co-host. Pay someone. <laughs> anyway, oh, I haven't picked the cricket team yet, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's over. Oh man, <laughs> no! But honestly, it, it was fun just to talk about something different, have a bit more sports involved, and you've got, like I said, you've got a Lego stadium. So you automatically on another tier. It's true. Like you get to put a little Lego Ferguson. <laughs> You're so on brand. He's he's fuming. <laughs> he's left the chat. No. I'm just you know I'm I'm I I need time to process. So <laughs> that was the episode this week, guys. We lost Nikki. He's not coming back. End of the no, but it's true. We'll all we'll all go to a game together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll make it happen. Isn't that <laughs> right, like, Nikki? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, hopefully someday. <laughs> when I get over it. Team to be decided. Yes. Oh, goodness. Ooh. Who wants Sheffield to go next? United? <laughs> Claire, it's your, it's your turn. Um, wow. Like, my moisture farming experience of the week is probably not that exciting. <laughs> um, I mean, are any of us that exciting, really? That's Sometimes true. it's about action figures. Sometimes it's about not dying this week. Yeah, <laughs> it's always that good. Is pretty... <laughs> it's nice when that bar is achieved. Um, now, I rearranged my office this week and uh, I took out a bunch of my old pins from trading with many of you fine folks at Star Wars Celebration Chicago and I have these little mini hexagonal uh, cork boards and so now I have some of my stickers and and uh, and pins and stuff displayed on the wall and it's nice it looks nice so shout out to everybody who we exchanged buttons and pins with in Chicago say Claire Mm mm-hmm is there some sort of way that someone could potentially, I don't know, see what your new office looks like in high definition? Oh, yeah, there is. I got a brand new, beautiful, spanking 1080p webcam, which if you want to see it in its maiden voyage, uh, go watch this week's episode of Kessel Run Transmissions, where we just 
shot the shit basically all episode and just hung out and it was cool. But it's pretty. It's really pretty. So check um, coming to a YouTube slash Twitch feed near you sometime in the near future. My beautiful high definition face. Which means I actually have to wear makeup so I don't because I normally look like a blurry blob. <laughs> now you can see me in all of my trolley goodness. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn. Why did I do this? <laughs> but yeah. Neat. What about you, Nikkei? Moisture. Um Well, I mean, apart from the now fresh blood dripping down my back from <laughs> Oh come my, on. My, co-host conspiring in sports regicide oh my lord there's, um, no, there's no bad blood there's no bad blood on our end <laughs> <laughs> no i mean yeah i mean baseball is low on my list i will give i will give uh full braves you won't you won't hear from me even except except the the game the other night was just weird bizarre of, of that like 11 in the first inning thing that was weird um but okay uh one yeah this is a, kind of a dry week honestly um Aww. he's kind of dry Never the, the, coolest, the coolest thing i had was uh i finally bought that like cool jacket and squadrons <laughs> oh hell yeah though <laughs> with the rebel patch on the on the sleeve um that's like the only thing I had going for me. Um, Just call him Slicky Kumar, ladies and gents. There we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's about it. It's kind of kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe next week's. Oh, here we go. I got a better one. We released part one of our uh, Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising, which is a delightful conversation. Um, so if you guys are. Uh, at least halfway through that book, go ahead and listen. Um, that would certainly make us moist all around. And yeah, it's a good time. We're looking forward to doing part two. Heck yeah. Coming soon. I'll tell you what isn't moist. Having to create graphics and upload a podcast with the longest title in the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should we call this like Front Origins? Now we've got Front Ascendancy Chaos Rising. Pa- that part, makes sense. Part one. <laughs> part one. Part one, yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thrawn Trilogy 2. <laughs> Ascendancy. <laughs> Chaos Rising. Part one. The comic book adaptation. <laughs> part, one, part one. The podcast. Part one. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, uh, with all that out of the way, let's jump into this week's news. The biggest news of the week was that Del Rey released the titles and teasers of all 40 stories in the upcoming The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view book. Favorites and honorable mentions. Woo! So we've got some cool picks. We've got uh, The Wampa, Torin Far, Chase the Guy Walking Between Han and Leia, <laughs> <laughs> Corey Selgrove, Zev Sineska, Ozzel, Dak, Eman Kref, Viz, Piet, Wedge, Palpatine, Yoda. Okay, there are too many. Uh, we really like all of them. Yes. And the wheels are back. And let's just say, the wheels are cool. 
but Jackson. Jackson, Ooh, buddy, he's back. He's just dabbing into the galaxy far, far away right now. Do we a have a uh, specific there. story that we're looking forward to the most? What about you, Nikki? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't know if I can just. Uh, I tried to like think about this last week uh, when when the announcement happened, and I, I just couldn't pick one. Like every single one of them, I was like into. Um, I like for me, uh, the a New Hope one hit this sort of like a little bit of like a dry spell where it was like you know like Cantina and stuff. I wasn't like super into that. Um, All but, like, thirty Cantina stories. Right. <laughs> so uh, a little bit of skipping going on, or like a little skimming. Um, but all of these ones, like from the start, I think I also just love Echo Base so much. So when it was just like Rebel after Rebel after Rebel, and then, you know, the Imperials and Battle of Hoth stuff. So like, I was just, just reading that initial run of, of stories. I was like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as. As far as picking one out, I don't know. Maybe Palpatine will be really interesting to to get a like point of view from at this point in the story. Yeah, so the one I'm looking forward to, well, one of one of them I'm looking forward to is the. But what does he eat? Which is the uh, the Darth Vader guest one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Because it it creates the assumption that they actually did have something to eat. <laughs> yeah. There we go. They were planning for dinner. <laughs> yeah, he was expecting him to come in at that point. But like, well, now that you're here. Um, I'm also interested in, like you said, the Palpatine stuff is always fun stuff to talk, dive into. And, um, you know, I just can't wait to delve into some of the other background characters like mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't read the first one yet still to be honest with you oh i enjoyed it a lot and there were a couple yeah. stories like there there were some stories that like lulled you a little bit in the new hope one but then every now and then you'd randomly stumble upon a story where you're like well that kind of just broke my life and ripped my heart out of my chest and stomped on it a little bit <laughs> yeah there's some, there's some real like stellar ones there's some um, exceptional ones yeah so yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping this one, and I'm sure it will, will uh, find ways to make you like just totally think think like completely differently about just little pieces of Star Wars. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. That's for sure. I think as well is that I like when Star Wars bends the format because people will go into this going, "Okay, this is an information deep dive. We get to find out finally what everyone's thinking, and this is canon." And it's like, well, no. It's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. a fun exercise. So I think the thing I really liked was the um, the Jackson snippet, mm-hmm. where he seems to be a very unreliable narrator. Yeah. <laughs> where for some reason Lobot is like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> like, he, like he barely talks, but apparently that's the case now. What about you, Claire? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nikki. I was just gonna say really quickly, like. I remember that being the conversation with the first one back when uh, Pablo was more freely tweeting in the world. And um, it was like, someone was like, is this canon? And he was like, eh, some are, some aren't. <laughs> but like, wouldn't, <laughs> even specify, like, wouldn't, wouldn't give them the satisfaction of uh, 
explaining which ones, if any. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's like you know, that's the thing. If you if one is like really meaningful to you, you can like totally incorporate that into you know it, or you can just be some silly thing that happened. Exactly. And either way, it's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Now, what I was going to say, like, in the first one, and I, I know I've seen some, like, complaints about this online, and I don't, I, don't, I don't share those complaints clearly because one of the things that I loved was, like, getting in the, the heads of some creatures that don't even speak or some droids or, you know... Um, so I'm, I really, really enjoyed like the Dianoga story and I know it's kind of in the same vein, but I'm fully 100% ready to sob my eyes out reading the, the Tauntaun story. <laughs> um, I'm not emotionally ready for that. Um, very much not. Um, I'm excited for that one. I really love the, the, they pick a story about the guy who literally just walked through Han and Leia's fight. Um, like just those <laughs> stories are my favorite. The ones that you're just like this little background character that of course I'm obsessed with because it's me. Um, they get their own moment in the spotlight and I'm, that's just, that's what I love about this series. So those two, I know they're like right at the beginning, right at the beginning, but I, I'm really looking forward to them and to the little surprises throughout. I... I'm interested about the Wampa thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in my hungry, head, man. in my head, the head, my head canon is that the robot chicken sketch where Luke has to go get some fuel <laughs> is canon. That is one of the best. That might be like that's like top five at least. <laughs> when he drops his wallet. Like chicken sketches. <laughs> the, oh the my pain, god! The pain in every movement he makes. <laughs> And, and then absolutely sold by just the look at the end. It's the stare between them both. <laughs> it's it's just the greatest. It's it's so earned. It's a long sketch. It's a long sketch, and it earns every second with the end. Oh, it's so good. It's perfect comedy. Oh, we are blessed. We are blessed. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to finding out a few more things. And again, it's what you take out of it. Um, and putting your own head cannon, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do a um, personal Senate Library episode about this, but I do want to bring it up because it came out this week, and I want to ask you guys: Have you been reading the Vader book? Nay, sir. The comic. No. Should I s- jump into spoilers or not get involved? Uh, I mean, for me, like, comics are not something I generally do, so I don't really mind, and I'll, I can probably still read it anyway, whatever you discuss, so um, I don't mind, personally, but is whatever. Claire? Um, I don't mind. Um, I probably will read it at some point, but when I say that, I, it's usually forever in, in the distance because I, yeah, I say I'm going to stay, I say like, I'm going to make an effort and stay up to date on a couple comics. And then that never, ever in a million years ever happens. So, <laughs> well, I'll make you both read me. it for the, for the library. <laughs> yes. For the library. We'll read Indeed. it. Okay. Uh, I'll talk to you. So Palpatine's a shit. 
Can we just get into this? What? Really? When did that happen? I like, see no previous evidence of that. Surely not. <laughs> I love how they reintroduce elements into canon that makes you go back and watch something. That's how stories are always told. Like, you know, like it's the classic um, King Arthur. Like, you know, like it was a Welsh myth and then it gets adapted by the Celtics and it constantly gets upgraded with new information, new bits and details so that when you look at the story again, you get a different reading out of it. The same with Star Wars. And I love going to watch episode six now and processing what happened to Vader in this comic because it is bananas. So the first whole arc is about him dealing with the whole Luke situation. It's like, okay, well, this is bullshit because <laughs> Palpatine said that my kid died. So, you know, like he dealt with that a little bit in the pre-Empire comic stuff, mm-hmm. but now he's actually actively going out and searching for, he's basically investigating. It's a murder investigation. And he goes to all these different places to do with like Padme, and he teams up with the Handmaidens, who and some of the characters from the prequels, who are pro obviously Padme, and he finds out the truth about what happened to her, and he's like, "Well, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm upset," and rightfully so. I would I would say so. In the latest issue. It is pure just torture. He goes to Coruscant to see the Emperor in the Imperial Senate. Uh, in the Imperial Center, sorry. And basically, the Emperor's like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, you have completely reverted back to where you were. This is bullshit. Like, you had... Perpet- he was like, look, you... And then uh, Masamida's there. He's like, look... Hmm classic. He went, your one mission was to bring Luke Skywalker to the dark side. You failed to do that. He escaped. Your second mission <laughs> was to come back and deal with it. Instead, you went out on your own personal vendetta about Padme and Madala. So what the fuck? He goes, that's treason, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the Emperor's like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, Vader goes, you told me I killed Padme. And Palpatine's like, Look, 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 I'm just going to mold you into whatever I wanted you to. I can get rid of you, you fucker. I don't need you. I can get any other person. And when I get a new person, I can just get rid of you. And it's like this horrible moment where basically the guards start attacking Vader. He like defends against them. Palpatine then uses the force to grab his lightsaber out of his hand. He goes, no, 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 no. you're not having your lightsaber. you got to deal with this. Then he, Palpatine lifts him up in the force whilst berating him. Breaks his legs and arms. What? Like huh? with the force. Like he com- like com- pushes them in. Jeez. Really hurting Vader to the point where he looks a bit like he does in episode 3. Like, but with the Vader costume, obviously. He's like, his eye, you see his eye, it's all orange. It's pretty cool. Um, and Palpatine says that he, he needs to go back to where he belongs. Like... He he has to he has to suffer again. He has to fear again because he's lost the fear and the suffering. He's he's getting drawn to the light. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. He's he's focusing on Padme again. He's like, this is bullshit. Get out of this. So <laughs> this is what's great about this whole story. I wonder if I'm reading this. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they take him to Mustafar with no arms and just the one hand again. 
mm-hmm. drop him in the exact same position where he was when he found him. Jeez. Drops him, his legs start to like get on fire again. <laughs> He's like, make your way back. Don't use the force. I can. I know if you do it. See ya. Oh my god. <laughs> and so he just leaves him there. And Vader's like, that's the crawlies. Last time we read it, Vader's crawling himself all the way back up to the Trade Federation Center mm-hmm. to um, rebuild himself, like some legs and stuff. And then Massimita's like, well, he seems to be doing okay. <laughs> and Papatee's like, yeah, all that fucker can. He, not only is he going to have to deal with all this stuff, I'm sending out the best Sith assassin I have, Ochi of Bastoon, and it cuts to the final page, and it's Ochi looking like fucking Batman. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so Ochi. good. It is so good. you got to read the issue. It's so good. I was like geeking out the entire show. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, he's such a prick. Like, he dropped him in the exact same position. <laughs> he broke his legs. Like, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I lied about killing your wife. Look, he ne- Palpatine never forgets a detail, man. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> you know, he knows where to, uh, he knows where to drop the guy. Oh, Fascinating. Goodness. Yeah, I've, I've heard really good things about this, uh, you know, Vader run, so it'll be fun to get into. It's, it's really good. Also, shout out! We get to see our uh, we get to see a character that I've wanted to see back for a long time um, in the post Empire world. Mm-hmm. So I won't give too many spoils out for some of the other characters you will see in the book, but I will say that if you are a Rick Oli fan, you will be happy. Yes, man. <laughs> <I think he's laughs> he's like, just so you know, you're reading a comic book. <laughs> 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 it's really sweet actually it's really sweet what uh, Craig Pack actually wrote for those characters on the boo um, yes there's a really good sort of like narrative thread they use where he's like this is what the handmaidens think and you're like okay cool so that's where they're going with it and then there's a big turn on his head and you're like okay okay I like this I like this narrative beat mm-hmm um, but we'll get into that obviously when we do our own library episode about that because I I'm reading the I basically I took a break from the Star Wars comics because they were just getting a bit too much for me apart from the Vader one which I love and Afra uh, I just had to take a break and then when I started reading the New Wave every issue has been great both Star Wars mm-hmm. and um and the Darth Vader book cool cool cool. Sorry for the tangent, but I had to get into that because it was, I was like, when I'm reading a comic and I have like a visceral reaction to it, it's always fun. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is, this is awful, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this literature news, so it all works. Yeah. I mean, tangent. I got the biggest boner when I saw OG of Bastoon looking like a badass. I, was, I hope we find out. What Bestoon is like, though, because it must be pretty great to, in your name, say, "I'm from there." <laughs> yeah, I hope so too, because everyone looks at him and goes, "He looks like a dweeb," because he's got the button eyes like Coraline, and the just the weird sort of head. But in the comic, he's got this badass Batman-like outfit. He's got the fit. He's got like the bat fins. He's got he's got another big elaborate dagger, which I love. Dig. 
so that he, I like so whenever I was like is it is, is it unrealistic that this guy would have this weird elaborate sift dagger? Uh, no, he has a lot of them. <laughs> He's got a the few. ladies dig the big elaborate daggers, if you know what I mean, Wink. Absolutely. Only this blade tells. <laughs> Only this blade tells. <laughs> I love the idea that oh, he's like reading really? a Sith manual. <laughs> <laughs> Just transcribing. Um, it's like, it's on the Death Star somewhere. But yeah, I um, read the Darth Vader book and the Star Wars book. That's loads of fun as well. Charles Saul is just knocking out of the park. I like that guy. Did you know that? I think he's okay. He might he's do all right. He's a good egg. Speaking of Charles Saul, let's get into the next bit. Uh, there was a huge High Republic publishing panel at the virtual New York Comic Con um, that I don't think most of us kept up with. Because, no, not really. I mean, just reading out the Comic Con stuff in general is crazy when you're not there, but especially when it's in 2020 and everything's weird. But we did get some things to talk about. We've got the High Republic mm-hmm. opening crawl. Bum, ba, ba, bum, ba, ba, ba. It's, always, it's always nice to get a little crawl. Right? I like it. I think it's fun. Uh, I will read it once it loads, by the way. I should have probably load it earlier, but... <laughs> Let's have a look. Okay, ready? Thank you. Let's do it. Ben, feel free to put the Star Wars film if you want. <laughs> Star Wars! The High Republic. The galaxy is at peace. Ruled by the Glorious Republic and protected by the noble and wise Jedi Knights. As a symbol of all that is good, the Republic is about to launch Starlight Beacon into the far reaches of the Outer Rim. This new space station will serve as a ray of hope for all to see. But just as a magnificent renaissance spreads throughout the Republic, so is a frightening new adversary that the guardians of peace and justice must face a threat to themselves, the galaxy, and the force itself. <laughs> Overhead shot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Man, it's weird to think that the High Republic was supposed to come out like in August. <laughs> it's like, wait, when's this happening again? Uh, but yeah, no, it's fun that they're able to like ramp up on some of this stuff and um, you know re- reveal a, a little uh, little tidbits and even you know like a, a tease for the future. You know. Yeah. So um, Kevin Scott is doing the flagship novel for the second wave. We found that out this week. Um, Daniel Jose Older is doing a junior novel and Justina Island uh, youth author is also on novels we're getting a Charles Saul short story which is always good like we mentioned we love Charles Saul Mm -hmm. good egg we've got some Yoda stuff apparently he's more adventurous which is going to be interesting and he does use his lightsaber Yeah, I love I love just this notion of him 
I guess he's like le- leading a group of Padawans, like kind of like study abroad kind of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, 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 fun. <laughs> it's fun to think of Yoda in this like, you know, not not quite the uh, the boss yet, right? He's still got a little bit of. I mean, even in like Clone Wars, we see him with that little streak of. Uh, I'm gonna go do my own thing, um, but yeah, I think this it's gonna be a fun way to see him. For sure. Yeah, he's a bit more like. The thing that people are like, oh, it's too, yeah. Like, All right, yeah, calm down. You're only 804. <laughs> 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 more adventurous. Do you think that's just him in terms of his character as a Jedi, or do you think he's adventurous in everything? If you get me just. Like the bedroom? Hmm? <laughs> My goodness. He's like saber quotation marks. He's got a lot of tools. Oh lord. At his disposal. <laughs> <laughs> mine! Mine! <laughs> Concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wanted that flashlight so much from Mine, or I will fist you not. <laughs> Fits inside you again. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Journey of the Woods. Am I right? <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the idea, like yeah, this is Yoda stuff. is fun, more adventurous. It's just the, it's just the normal Yoda, but in fact, it's it's the Phantom Menace Yoda, but wearing a leather jacket and has a cigarette. <laughs> mm. Oh goodness! Smoke you can. Cool. He rides, look. A, rides a speeder bike. <laughs> yeah. On <Or> Coruscant. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just kind of cool. <laughs> he dino <in> dashes. <laughs> 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 Pay for my meal, I have not. Run, we must. That's why Dex is angry with the Jedi. Yeah, he likes Obi Wan because Yoda keeps stealing meals. <laughs> I don't trust your droids or your Jedi. <laughs> um, yeah, we've also got diversity in how the Force is interpreted. So characters visualize it working as different things. A spider web, a forest, a tapestry, rivers flowing to a sea, a mountain. Which is all bullshit because we all know it's just a superpower that makes you lift things. <laughs> Make things float. <laughs> Moving rocks. I want the yeah. I want the uh, the the last Jedi remix. Where he's like The forest isn't a superpower. It's a spider web. A tapestry. <laughs> a mountain. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's a very cool uh, note on interpretation and spirit uh, spirituality in this High Republic era. Mm-hmm. We've been getting a bit of that. Um, you know, obviously, I think I think Rogue One is maybe the first like big step in like showing a different way someone sort of like interprets the Force. And then most recently, I think Squadrons um, use the character of Keo and how they. Uh, sort of have this you know knowledge of the force and this like ability to 
access it, but not maybe not necessarily at will kind of thing. And it's it's been a cool move to to have the force, you know, be more than you know. It feels so much bigger than what it may have just felt in in three movies and six movies and nine movies. And now it's like just it, it feels so much bigger in the galaxy when you know different cultures see it in different ways. And are able yeah. to tap into it in different degrees, you know, mm-hmm. and are able to tap into different, like, specific. But like, one of the things I loved about the new era in Star Wars stories, and we did see it in the EU, but like, sort of a renowned purpose is that some Jedi can't do some things, and some can do specific things, mm-hmm. like with whole Ezra and animals sort of thing, or uh, cow with the. Like, what's that thing where you can pick, touch objects and remember? That thing Quinlan Voss had too, right? Yeah. yeah the psychometry. Um, like, oh psycho, yeah. Psychometry? What was it? Yeah, I see. I think it is. Psycho, psychometry. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the word, yeah. Something like that. And <laughs> also the freezing of stuff in the air. <laughs> the Kylo Ren cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that sort of thing. I like how it sort of makes it a bit more different as opposed to, like... The sort of thing you do, like I used to do as a kid, and now for some reason people still do it as adults on the internet when they argue, which is that, yeah, my Jedi has every single ability. You can use the Force, and also he can access the, the dark side powers, cause, but he's not dark. He's, <laughs> he's like a grey Jedi. And also, he doesn't really like Jedi uh, Order, so he's a bounty hunter. And, oh uh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you do everything, don't you? That one kid in the playground who wanted to have everything. Yeah, he's a Jedi, but he also has a Mandalorian armor like Boba Fett. <laughs> and he's uh, he's the king of the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's special. It's like, calm down, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, but good. I guess the thing that we're most excited about this week, and it's the final news item we'll talk about, is that the new images and information was released for the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Nikki. Yeah! Do you want to talk yeah. about what made you happy about this the most? Everything. Sorry. I mean, for real though. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, yeah, the I mean the the biggest thing that happened um I guess with this was the sort of con- the confirmation that uh Anthony Daniels, Kelly Marie Tran and Billy D are going to be voicing the, their uh, respective characters we know and love um in uh in this thing and I'm just yeah. I'm, I don't really know. Like this, I was sold the moment they told us it was happening. So it's like yeah, everything else is just, you know, a uh, a, a nice extra. Um, but yeah, I'm really I'm really excited for it. I think it it's gonna be amazing. And that that poster they released was incredible. Just so special. <laughs> it just that I just that, oh, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm happy. The little yeah, Lego claw hand with the bow yep. on it, like two Luke's from Dad. <laughs> oh uh, man, the, everything about this holiday special is going to be so delightful. It just, I'm, I'm so excited. I was really excited that image that um, just had so many random people, like in the Falcon, like like yes. off-world Jawas and. Uh, you know, just everyone you can think of. Max Rebo's in there. 
Also, is, I don't know, is that Greedo? I don't know why Greedo's in there, but I'm excited. <laughs> He's now. Um, so yeah, it's it's just I think it's it's gonna be just a really nice, um, like celebration that we didn't get to have, <laughs> uh, where we you know it's just it, it uses it's gonna use so much of the Star Wars universe and and have fun with it. It's gonna be so good. Also, Ooh. was that itchy in the background? There is a white Wookiee. Yeah, is sorry guys, is uh. Because if, if itchy, itchy, I am, <laughs> are we going to have, <laughs> it was, sorry, cat life, cat mom life. Um, if, if, if itchy is going to be in this, does that mean we get another jacking off to the hologram Wookiee scene in Lego form, but much more tame? Watch him just sit in the background of the Falcon looking into like a box and just like not doing anything for the rest of the life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being off in his corner. Oh goodness, we are I blessed, truly. So. I hope half of it is just um, lumpy Lego lumpy watching Lego BTS on the hologram. Yeah, <laughs> I have to say, oh, like, be so lucky. Kudos to the team behind this for getting Anthony Daniels back. That's quite a get for the Lego team. Yeah, you never know what he's like when he's just like, I don't want to do that. Because he might, he, I think he was busy at one time. He was busy doing some um, voiceover for um, another Lego project. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think the Billy D and the Anthony Daniels thing was like a in our mind. Like, maybe it's just me, but in my mind, it's like, okay, well, they're definitely doing it, even though it's mm-hmm. still cool for them to be doing it, of course. But the Kelly Tran stuff was just awesome. And that yeah. Rose is a bigger part in this is awesome as well. I like the fact that we get to see a bit more of Rose. Um, like you said, Claire, the poster, the big red poster with the little Lego hand and the <laughs> to Luke from Dad was great. So all, good. It's very simplistic, but all you need to, it's just perfect, I think, in my mind. Uh, it will be available to stream on Disney Plus on November the 17th. And I cannot wait. I can only assume that that Greedo guy was actually one of the Greedo clones from episode six that we saw on Jabba's barge. And oh, yeah. <laughs> if if the yes. Greedo clone and um, our blue boy elephant man, Max Rebo, can escape and survive, Claire? Salacious lives, bitches. Salacious <laughs> lives. I think, I think that's confirmation. And Dengar, that's three people. And potentially Boba Fett. Look, I'm just saying. The no one's ever is mounting really up. Gone. No one's ever really gone. Well, we know there's like this element of time travel in the story. No, <laughs> there is. There, there is, but this isn't. And this isn't no, I think I think it's like an end game scenario, or not a, not necessarily end game, but this is like going into the past and pulling them out of these situations where they where they die. And it's like actually you're not going to. We're gonna we're gonna bring you into oh, I this see. timeline. So it's you know it's it's all it's all one big uh, one big story. Story <laughs> of a generation. That's how they say Ben in a Lego special. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you one thing that really bothers me. Um, so they've designed an episode nine Rose minifigure. But that minifigure is not in the real world yet. 
yeah. they need to fix that. Get on it. Is there a Beaumont Kin figure? Not <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. yet. <laughs> is it just a generic? Is it the generic Lego man with a smiley face without <laughs> many details? Just need a little beard sketch on there, <laughs> like like hazily drawn on. But yeah, um, we'll we'll probably have to do some sort of commentary for that. Oh god, oh, yeah. I have to. Oh, if there. only there was a Lego show if on Patreon. Only. If only. And Claire, you're saying about Slater's Crumb. What, what, what's that thing you were saying? Uh, uh, that he lives. Yeah, but there's another sort of phrase you you mentioned. Is that about someone no being gone or something? Really gone. Bit louder. No one's ever really. Gone. Funny you say that because on tpublic.com we have a t shirt. Forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Center podcast, to be exact. That's right. Um, What she said. We have a really cool Slicious Crumb t shirt that you can buy. And also other t shirts that you should also buy. And or a giant tapestry of Poe Dameron with the word space light on it. So do it. Yay. This is the episode where we plug everything. I mean, <laughs> we might as well. It's that, it's that episode 90 bump. Right. <laughs> Speaking of plugging shit, uh, we asked some of our patrons for some questions on Discord. <laughs> Don't forget, oh, that's you, less you exciting. Can join, oh, you can join our Discord and our patron. Uh, but we asked some of the patrons on Discord to give us some questions for us to discuss on air. And we were met with another week of juicy, medium, rare tidbits to nibble on. So, Claire, do you want to read out the questions? Yes. We actually... So, I thought you were going to talk about plugging other things other places. Um, but this hmm. is actually some pretty exciting shit. So, Anna asked, What would your career be if you lived in the Star Wars galaxy in a period of peace? Mm. Who's going who's gonna to claim this one? Well, I know. Um, this is this is even this is my go-to answer, even in a period of non-peace. <laughs> uh, I'm obsessed with like flying and racing, so I'm gonna either be a pod racer or um, like the uh, I guess the other kind of racing that like Han gets into post Return of the Jedi. But I'd want to be in like some sort of competitive sport like that. Heck yeah. Charlie, what about you? I would... Hmm. I don't know. What would I be in a galaxy in peacetime? I know what I would be. You go first. Okay. I would be some sort of space scientist. That's like the lamest way to say it, but I would probably be... (laughs) an intergalactic zoologist and like Mm. you know work for like the preservation of like rancors in the wild or some shit that's what i would want to (laughs) do you like the jane goodall of star wars (laughs) i'm the jane goodall of kawaki and monkey (laughs) i will be the conservation of of ape lizards are is my specialty they are misunderstood creatures don't provoke them that's noble work (laughs) 
Thank Don't you. let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I would be like Law Santeca, like a historian who goes around and researches old temples and stuff. That'd be rad. Make some Jedi friends. Absolutely. Get stabbed by their nephews. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbed by their nephews. It happens. Oh goodness! <laughs> I want them to <laughs> that, that, that reminds me of uh, I went to see when I went to see Solo with my parents, and we left, and my mom was like, "Man, and to think he later just gets stabbed by his son, killed, you know, killed and stabbed by his son." And my dad's like, "Yeah, well, that's life sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> Kumar. <laughs> I was like, dang, what does he expect from me? <laughs> Not much, apparently. He just, he just resigned himself, and I eventually will stab him. <laughs> it's just, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. I don't have the strength to do it. Uh, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Alright, so on to the next question. Reed asks us, FMK, George Washington, George Lucas, and King George the Third. <laughs> Triple George action. I feel like this one's fairly straightforward. Please. Okay. Marry George Lucas. Fuck King George the Third. And get rid of the, the founder of our nation, unfortunately. But <laughs> uh done. But I feel like I I just feel like, you know the Eagle just cried. I know, but, and this is, you know, I, I, as someone who is, you know, their, their uh, academic area of study was American Revolution predominantly. Got I got a lot of historical love for George Washington, but, um, you know, great singing voice, but, uh, you know, it's just, you gotta, you gotta get that. I mean, George Lucas as the as the Mary is is obvious. It's like this is. I mean, how many gems will he produce on a daily basis in your lives? How many like just today or just recently we found out about Winky, Ray Winky. Um, like if you live if you live with George Lucas, he's just gonna drop those things all the time. And then George the Third, man, that's just that's a weird party waiting to happen. Um, and you know Washington's just a little vanilla, you know. I don't also, think he. I don't think he gives you anything good. I mean, in those apartments. Th- that hippopotamus ivory teeth is pretty sexy. Yeah. His fake teeth. Were they slave teeth? Um, I think they were a couple different things at different points. I think it was <laughs> it's human a, teeth it's at a, one a point. Weird mouth. Either way, I don't want to kiss that weird mouth. <laughs> I am. There's weird mouth going on in there. He's also not that great of a like military yeah. man. I mean, as a but he's in tall, the British though. army, in the British he's army, tall, he was he was super terrible. White and handsome, which is all you needed back in the day. <laughs> and today, honestly, um, I'm right though, Nikki. And I like he's British. Um, I mean, that's yeah. So yeah, I mean, like it's it's a little more than he was bad um he was not very successful and his like his well his 
His famous battle, or like the thing he was famous for, was not something he was really in command of. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't certainly a uh, a glorious time of his life. Oh, fuck okay. that. Uh, Claire? I think that I... Choose your words carefully, by the way. What? 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 Hmm? Oh. Um, I actually think I agree with Nikki. Um, because George Lucas, you know, he's a, he's a good-looking dude. He's confident in his jeans, flannel, and Adidas white sneakers. And I love a man that can show to a red carpet in that vibe and maybe like a blazer over it and, and still have the confidence of like, I'm, I, I'm the shit. That's, that's some, that's some big, that's some big energy right there. Um, um, also you, you're right, Nikki, the, the little tidbits of like random insight on the Star Wars galaxy and on the forest would probably just make me like have some sort of vasovagal reaction and just fall on the floor and, 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 <laughs> and I would not know how to handle it. I would be on my toes all the time and just emotionally fulfilled with the knowledge he bestows upon me. Um, I would say King George the third, that's a guy, he was a snappy dresser. He got all the connections at the parties, you know? Uh, also, if he looks like Jonathan Groff, which I know is not the truth. <laughs> but I'm going to that in my head If he looks uh, like Jonathan Groff, a man I have been in love with since middle school, um, when he was in Spring Awakening. <laughs> um, even though I know he's gay, I get it, whatever. Um, but I love him so much. Um, I'm just going to pretend that that's what King George III looks like, and I say yes. And then um, George Washington just. <laughs> not, not he just my, doesn't not bring my... to the table what the other two do in those departments, you know? No, and I know, like, it, there's a lot of, he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet and a lot of hippopotamus teeth in his mouth. So I just, yeah, I just think, you know, we're going to go. We're going to go the other two. It's worth putting up for the uh, porphyria, you know? Mm-hmm. George III, he's got that going, but he's got so much more going for him, you know? He does. Just... I'm going to change it up a little bit. Do it. All right. You ready? I am going to fuck George Lucas. Dang. Mm. Because I love the man. And I'll always respect the man. And you can you can fuck someone and still be friends with them, right? I I mean I guess. Like, <laughs> I just figured yeah. that if you were to marry him, and you were like in some sort of situation, like I don't know, a lockdown, he could bum you out a little bit. <laughs> hey, he's just giving you some much needed perspective. <laughs> but I don't need that in a lockdown, Nikki. I need. You know, I need some kindness, and and in that sort of favor, I would marry King George the Third because I'm assuming there's some sort of time travel element to this question. 
Because as we all know, King George III, George Washington, and George Lucas did not live at the same time. What? Big if true. And <laughs> I would go back with the foresight knowledge and change things up a little bit. And treat Are you going to cure his porphyria? I could. I could Damn. do that, Nikki. I would also treat him with the respect he deserves. He was scapegoated with his mental health, um, treated poorly by his uh, the regent, King uh, George the Fourth, who's a little shit. And I'd put him in his place as his stepdad. I'd say, "Oi, you, put the chicken down. <laughs> Stop building shit. <laughs> Calm down." And um, I would also reform the British Empire and make it less evil. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I have to, if I have if I have the uh, moral opportunity to go back and change things for the better, I will. And if I do that with George Lucas, the, I, like the worst I could do is remake *How the Dark*. <laughs> <laughs> And then I would kill George Washington because he doesn't he he didn't really make a mark on history, I don't think. Didn't do anything of note. I don't think so. Oh wait, he's on money, isn't he? Yeah. I mean he did a few things. But Yeah, see see my thing as a as a William Pitt the Elder oh, fan. Shit. <laughs> dropping names, <laughs> huh? I have I have very little respect for George III. So when I say He's my F. That's gonna be a resentful, like I'm gonna leave trash on the floor, kind of. Kind of, kind of leave him. Kind of leave him ragged. You're not gonna cuddle after. No, you're not gonna call him in the morning. You know. No, that that wig's gonna be on the floor. It's gonna be, it's gonna be ragged. You're not gonna well, spend the, the night. You're gonna get up and leave. <laughs> You've got the opportunity to change that situation. You can make a better relationship between those two, between government and um, parliament, government and parliament, uh, government and king. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could, or I could just, or I could just go to town. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fascinating battle of Georges, though. That's for sure. It, I tell you what, it make a great dinner conversation. <laughs> I'll bring it up to my parents next time. <laughs> hey, mom and dad, FMK. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, bringing the three of them to the dinner oh, table. Bringing them together. <laughs> hey, what were you saying? <laughs> mom, would you fuck George Lucas? Our families must know. He's <laughs> must have input on. There's a lot of this. moments. Lots of moments. My mom would be disappointed in me. Um, <laughs> that would be another one. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> oh man. That would also be fascinating, though, <laughs> now that you bring it up. I just want to clarify, oh, my yeah. hatred for George Washington isn't really that founded. It's a comical bit, <laughs> in case people get angry at me for some reason. How dare it's you? It's because you're British. I see. You're still oh, angry we left. Well, Washington's family comes from uh, nearby. Really? Yeah. He's a oh, just, just ancestor here. Was the mayor of Northampton, like, hundreds of years ago. That's pretty cool. The more you learn. All right, ready for the next one? I am. All right. Emma, my heart. I adore her with all my soul. 
She asks the real questions here. Okay, so Emma asks, what color of flannel looks best on George Lucas? Okay, can we all answer this together? Three, two, one, all right? Oh, God, but what if we don't have the same answer? Well, I think we will. All right, ready? <laughs> Three. All right, ready? Three. No, I'm not. I'm scared. Two. I want to do it. Oh, no, you have to do it. Don't be a coward. No. I know I, mine. I am I a coward. Three. Two, one, red. Red. Oh, no, Claire, you're right. You should have shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? He rocks the blue. He looks great, but it's red. Yeah. It brings out out the undertones in his eyes, you know? He looks older when he's wearing the blue. No, he does not. I think he does, because he's got, like, bluish eyes, and I think... Yeah. The best thing about blue is he was wearing blue in that video of the guy like <laughs> you know that video where he just randomly walks behind someone and like goes inside a door. Yeah, it's a, it's a documentary. He's wearing or, blue. Um, some sort of science or geography program, right? I don't, I don't remember the context. I, I I think I've only seen the clip, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, he, he looks. He look, it's a great George moment, and he is wearing blue. But but yeah, no, I, I definitely I definitely believe in red. There's no wrong just, I just feel like he's got the calming presence in the blue, you know? Mm-hmm. It's good to you have know, a, um, a closet full of different colors. Red reminds me of, like, young, hot George Lucas. Oh, yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I can just picture him red, like, with Dave Filoni. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we're going to kill fives. <laughs> No. Actually, Claire, I have a question for you. Are you a light blue George or like a darker blue George? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, Red. I'm a light blue George. (laughs) I'm a light blue. Light blue. Okay. Mm -hmm. He also looks good in like the royal blue flannel. Like that's a that's just a great color. Um, in general, but he looks so like sweet and huggable in the light blue, and I just envy Melody so much when he's wearing <laughs> that light blue. Yep. Is that the first time we said I envy Melody <laughs> on the, on the, on the podcast? It, it needs be. to be said more often. It really that. should. We're always thinking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not always said doesn't mean it isn't still true. <laughs> Some things need to be said out loud, though. <laughs> I, I envy her for like 8,000 reasons, but that would be one of them. <laughs> there we go. Alrighty. So now our next question is from Brie, of course, spelled like the cheese. So in parentheses, I have God save the cheese queen. Um, Brie asks, um, you see George Lucas in the food court. What kind of cheese did he get on his Subway sandwich? <laughs> Hmm. Free asking the real shit again. Thank you for the cheese questions. All right. <laughs> I have my answer. And I'm, you go for it. I don't think they serve these at Subway. But I'm going to say that anyway. He's got craft singles in the plastic <laughs> <laughs> on the Subway sandwich. He's a man of simple taste. And you know what? He likes what he likes, okay? Yeah. 
Kraft Singles. That's my answer is what goes on the... But on, on Subway Sandwich, we'll, we'll just say American. We'll put American. S- same line of thinking was, was pointing me towards Swiss. Swiss? You know... That's a mellow, it's, mellow. It's, yeah, you know, you're not... You're not really changing the dynamic of your sandwich <laughs> with a night with a little Swiss slice. So, uh, you know, yeah, it, George George is, doesn't seem to be a man of complicated taste buds. Um, so, yeah, that that's that's my answer. I'm gonna go Swiss. I'm gonna go with blue cheese, and I don't mean blue cheese. Just you know, like the normal blue cheese. I don't mean the the sort of the stuff you find on a Fron after a, you know, a few Blech. days. Um, he is clean and takes care of his business. Thank you very much. But yeah, I mean, where he is now, it's hard to keep clean. You know. Oh God! No, oh, he's got Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he dyes his hair. <laughs> oh goodness! Um, it is. It is literally blue milk that is fermented. Hmm. Is it a personal creation that he, like, so did he get the sandwich and then bring his own blue cheese and then open up the sandwich and put the blue cheese in there? No, blue milk was, <laughs> blue milk from Star Wars is based on a real milk that he created himself as a child. <laughs> and that he, and he had the blue cheese as a kid as well. And so he's, he's just continuing his life, but he happened to use that in his film. And now. It's it's funny you say that because now you've put this image in my head of George Lucas in his sexy blue flannel. Um, yes, it's blue, um, with a cheesecloth, trying to trying to differentiate them curds and whey. Mm-hmm. Getting down and dirty. George loves a curd. <laughs> <laughs> he loves a good curd. But yeah, that's my answer. Alrighty. Sweet, sweet. All right. So Darshan, whose name on uh on our Discord in parentheses is Michael. Who are you? Just kidding. I'm sorry, I had to do it. And Darshan slash Michael asks, what food slash dish slash drink from films, novels, or even Galaxy's Edge would you want to try if you were in the Star Wars universe? Raised bread. Totally raised bread. Mm-hmm. That's on there. That's on the menu. Like, I want to experience the finer things in life, like the cola clawfish, because they just look so weird. And I dig yeah. like sushi. I dig like mussels and clams and stuff like that. I feel like cola clawfish would bring something t- entirely new to the table for my seafood appreciation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Or literally just anything, literally any drink at the cantina, to be honest. Hmm, I'm trying to think here. Wait, I tell you what, because I want to basically die from alcohol poisoning. Yay! I need to try the port in a storm. Oh, dude! (laughs) Made famous in uh, Bloodline, I think. Same! Yeah, that... That seems like a wild time. What? What is it? Let me find the article here. Um, I'm reading it now, and apparently it first appeared retcon-wise in Attack of the Clones. 
Attacking the ooh. Oh, ret- it was retconned to appear in the retconned. Okay, in the Outlander Club. Fascinating. Um, the cookbook of the Galaxy Edge. Oh, there you go. I uh, as as the Malort Queen of Chicago, I feel like Port in a Storm is right up my alley. That is that's I can jump on that shit. A fortified high octane wine. <laughs> Oh. Here we go. Uh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun, and wash it down with a little tonnery, maybe. Yes. But they do serve tonnery at Galaxy's Edge, and that's just, that was interesting. I just want to go to Galaxy's Edge and try all of it, and spend hundreds of dollars eating and tasting everything. They have some weird food, man. The the like Mustafar cinnamon roll is is interesting. Mustafar <laughs> cinnamon roll. Yeah, it's like they put like ash on it. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, it's got like a different name though, because I, I remember one of my tweets went viral because it was like the lava bread. No, it's called lava buns, which is what I I consider the we call bread. Vader's butt. <laughs> With the Florian lava that's, buns. That's post episode three pet name for Vader. <laughs> what are you doing, lava buns? Oh God! Get your metal leg on and get up this hill. Remember that um, really, really terrible, atrocious Star Wars comic with the woman who was in love with Darth Vader who gets straight up murdered? That was just like rough all around. Remember that good time? Yeah. That's <laughs> what it came for him. Which one's that? <laughs> the Stockholm Syndrome. She's in love with him and she's like not trying the, to not get... the pregnant woman one where they get murdered for no reason. This is a different woman getting murdered. It's like the no. Dark Visions one or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. The, yeah, the, the needy chick yes. trope. She calls mm-hmm. him Lava Buns. She calls him lava buns. Mm-hmm. Well, that Not case, well, I'm glad she's story, dead. But in my head, I'm joking. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's I would rude. pick. I would pick the uh, on Canto Bite. There was like a scene where I think it's when the Fabio started running in. It's like a table full of like these drinks that are like sort of like white wine. Mm. I picked that. The guy popping bottles. Yeah. Yes. Seems sophisticated. Yeah, little oh, yeah. little guy who uh, put all the coins in BB-8. <laughs> little Mark <laughs> Hamill. Yeah. Man, I just want to have like, I want to save up some cash. I'm not a big gambler, but I want to take a trip to Canto Bite for the shows. For well, the Father races make me sad, so probably not for the races. For the spas, and to have a fine, like like high class dinner on Canto Bite. Because all of that food and drink would just be delicious. It's funded by uh, war crimes. Well, yeah, but that's what gives it its spicy flavor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what, what's the point if you can't feel a little guilty in life? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. I'd want to do the, like, you know where the shot starts and they're on that, like, floating yacht? That like oh, goes off the waterfall. Yes, the, the That'd be really cool cruise. to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be cool. Also, whatever they're serving on um, that giant ship from Solo, Paul Bettany ship. Yes, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Absolutely. With that entertainment, with a chicken <laughs> in a pot. Think Chewie has two of. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that makes his whole face covered yep. in. <laughs> 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 Uh, I mean, Star Wars food would be so much fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. food-wise, 
What about one of those stuff that Jabba eats? The little things dipped in green gunk? Are those supposed frog? to be gorgs? <gasps> what? Because I know the thing... This I think this could also... I don't know if, if this is another retcon or not, but the thing that Jar Jar is supposed to eat that costs seven whoopee whoopee <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is a gorg, actually. Even oh. though it doesn't quite look like the same gorg from Resistance. Well, now I'm sad as I look at my gorg puppet. <laughs> bitey. <laughs> bitey. More like Justice. take the bitey out of you. Justice Terrible. for bitey. Justice. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it, those are yeah, those are weird. I don't know. I'm not I'm not super into <laughs> amphibians. I gotta say, <laughs> I'm, I'm not French. Again, yeah. I'm gonna go back and say I just assume that all food on Naboo is just Italian food. Yeah, I have spag bol, which is what I'm actually having tonight. There we yeah. go. Pair, get the get a pear for dessert. Mm. Floated around the room. Uh, you're talking about Natalie Portman or the fruit? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> oh, goodness. <clears throat> All right. So we have one more question. One more question from Alden, mm-hmm. who um, is rad. And Alden asks if the Imperial Senate podcast actually existed in the Imperial Senate, how would it make the galaxy a better place? It wouldn't. <laughs> it truly. <laughs> truly would not. Like Pod Save America. It's just there. It won't actually help things. <laughs> See that's that's my thing. Like my my answer is I'm going full like full ancient Rome, just bread and circus. Um <laughs> ig- ignore ignore the issues, guys. We're gonna give you some games. <laughs> Oh my god! And we're gonna we're gonna hook you up with uh with some fun, you know, some fun gladiatorial combat, maybe mm. a little bit of, a little bit of chariot stuff going on, a little um, non-pal opera, yeah, a little uh you know we'll reenact some battles, blowjobs, battles, Blow yeah, jobs. you know, and, and mean, plenty of at, yeah, Roman, there were there were mm-hmm. plenty of the bread, plenty of the bread that uh grows out of the water. Raise bread. Um, so yeah, you know, just don't worry about it. We're obviously handling the important issues. Um, <laughs> Trust so us. So just, so just, you know, enjoy the enjoy the bread and games, man. <laughs> if there's a mining disaster, we'll just send uh, prayers and falls. And let's be honest, there's a lot of mining disasters. <laughs> it's about a mining disaster every hour. Pretty much. <laughs> there was a mining disaster in Alderaan. <laughs> How bad was that? Really bad. Real bad. Yeah, pretty, like, pretty bad. I can't even see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we're not going back there. <laughs> oh, goodness. Is that all we've got time for uh, this week? I think it might be. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, it was fun to answer those questions. Sorry that we haven't got much news to sort of delve into. But that will be changing soon as The Mandalorian comes back pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening again and may the force be with you. Hey out there in listener land. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear or see more from the senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com. 
where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email in to imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com, and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again, and may the Force be with you. Dissolve the council permanently. The last remnants of the old republic have